Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18 of This Human Thing. This is a podcast where we're talking about this human experience that we're all going through um, to offer different perspectives um, as to how we can navigate this human life with more clarity and more intention and more... uh, love and all that good stuff. <laughs> so today I'm here with my friend Corin and this is uh, Corin's second time on the podcast and you're the first person that I've had on uh, two times so Ooh. welcome back. <laughs> um, I've been spending a lot of time with Karin recently and I'm super grateful to have her in my life. She's been someone who's been really helping me grow and helping me expand and looking at myself with more honesty and just nice to hang out with uh, whenever I need some company. Um, we just did a, a hit workout and meditation in the park, so that was really nice. We've been getting into that recently. But when we both met up after the holidays, we asked each other what our, uh, what, like if we had any New Year's intentions, and I said, why don't we record a little podcast on it and like keep it short, keep it under an hour. I've said that I'm going to keep podcasts under an hour before, and I haven't, but we're on a time crunch, so we're going to keep it <laughs> under an hour. Um, so I just wanted to, yeah, we can just talk about what our intentions are for the new year and how to navigate them with um, like a little more like groundedness instead of like getting really excited for the end goal, if there's some kind of like goals that we have set. So yeah. Welcome to 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to be here. Um, I've been really excited looking forward to this conversation. I've had to stop myself like three times since I've hung out about talking about New Year's resolutions and all that jazz. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day actually that, gosh, I don't remember the statistics, but it said like, I think like around 50% of people, something like that drop or forget about their new year's resolution by the end of january (laughs) and then only around 25 percent actually keep theirs and i don't know what happens to the other percentage but um intentions man intentions are the way to go resolutions are great but i feel like at least for me it just kind of sets myself up for failure because you know going for that tangible outcome can kind of be stressful and you know if you're not reaching it like it's almost kind of setting you yourself up for disappointment. I mean, it doesn't have to, but at least for me, I'd rather set an intention where I can kind of like work towards something and then reflect and think, okay, well, like when did that intention come into, come into play? When did I, when was I able to, uh, to apply that? And where did I have, where did I meet that success? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, I mean, talking about new year's resolutions and how to, um, like go about them and everything I think is like a little bit of a cliche topic but I definitely like feel that resolution versus intention argument because resolutions it feels like you need to like fix something like something's lacking in your life and there's a huge problem and like somehow that you're broken and you need to resolve it even if you're not coming from it from like a place of like ah oh, like I suck I need to fix this like getting really hard on yourself even if it's coming out of a place of excitement like there still definitely is a tendency to want to fix yourself and I think that when you're trying to create change in your life, again, it's much easier said than done, but starting from a place of love and acceptance is just like so, so important because otherwise, okay, so if you start from love and acceptance, any kind of growth that you make, any kind of progress that you make, even if it feels like you might be going backwards, like you're just continuing to expand and grow. But if you're starting from a place of like a deficit, then you're constantly going to be disappointing yourself when you're not reaching that like fixed version of you I guess if that makes sense and like I don't even do that in new year's resolutions like I do that all throughout my life like I'm constantly trying to fix myself or fix my life or fix my relationships like whatever it may be and like that gets you nowhere right yeah I think I said this on the last podcast I used to have this um to-do list on my phone where it's like read five books this month go on this many runs do this many hit workouts like no sugar no alcohol and it was all these things that like I felt like I had to do in order to be a better person mm-hmm. and it was so stressful and I was always just like slipping up here and there and just eating a cookie <laughs> and then getting mad at myself for not you know but if you can um have enough um I guess willpower or discipline to set 
kind of like a gold more so and an attention to oh i thought that was a raccoon outside yeah it's a cat oh yeah there's a lot of cats that live okay. in the swamp <laughs> there's okay it's not a swamp it's like a marsh behind my house which is a beautiful view but there's a lot of wild cats that live around there and they uh proliferate and it's actually a bit of an invasive problem so wow and actually cats, I learned the other day, ca house cats are destroying bird populations. Really? Like, yeah, really badly worldwide. Oh. Yeah. Well. Not, not something I wanted to hear as a cat lover. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, I think just, you know, setting those intentions to just be nice to yourself. And, you know, like I said earlier, just having those kind of milestones where you know you can you can be completely successful or you can slip up a little bit but at least like you said you don't have that deficit where you're just like disappointing yourself or just like not re reaching that fixed self yeah i think that's where i was going yeah. i think it's like going instead of like trying to find like a a fixed version of yourself going after like a higher or like more aligned or more like expanded even just like the wording can help you to feel like you're there's not some like huge problem to fix or that you're not going to be happy or you're not going to feel healthy or whatever it may be until you reach this certain point because like I trick myself into that all the time and then like I'll actually begin to like feed into this self-fulfilling prophecy by beginning to start like physically feeling really unhealthy or really unhappy because I have like fed myself this lie, this story that I can only be happy if this, I can only like feel healthy if this, I can only feel connected if X, Y, and Z. And like just placing conditions on our life like that is just going to set us up for failure because we're like, okay, like I, I'm only, it's pretty much like I only want to like pretty much like be alive like to my fullest potential if things are happening this way if life looks or feels a certain way so yeah. i don't know i get caught up in that all the time yeah something that i really liked we listened to a, a meditation like 30 minutes ago and the guy was saying it's all about your attitude when you come into meditation and i thought about my new year's resolution and and um and setting an intention and, and rather than just like, you know, having that goal and like achieving something and like really kind of almost like kind of being greedy to have that like tangible outcome, having that intention and having that attitude towards just kind of like, like you said, love and acceptance and just like being happy with whatever you can get that gratitude. Um, and not just trying to control everything, just allowing things to kind of be as they are. And sure, you can control your, you know, your reaction to certain situations. But I think surrendering has a lot to do with intention and, I guess, resolution in a in a manner, but in a different sense. But yeah, yeah, completely. And there's always like two sides of the coin to everything. So like if you want to make change in your life by like having this mindset of like forcing instead of allowing, like it's always going to feel hard and it's always going to feel something that's like far away and you're always going to feel lacking rather than like somehow finding this like mindset where you're allowing things to happen and it doesn't feel like, um, like you're like, it's always like a push and it's always like a fight. Um, then it becomes like then you're not going to burn out essentially mm -hmm. um, So like there's that side of the coin where like you have to be allowing and you have to be surrendering and you have to be accepting But then there's that other side of the coin That's like, okay Well, if you're always just like allowing everything to happen and you like kind of become passive Then change isn't really going to happen because there's so many like quote-unquote like problems that I have in my life that I am constantly surrendering to because they are out of my control but then there's a lot of things in my life that I do have some control over and by in like by placing some kind of discipline again just like thinking of discipline more so as like guidelines rather than um like this like rigid thing that I like that's book. like restricting right. yeah then it allows you the freedom to um like have the space and the like progression towards that goal and then you get comfortable in the progression towards that goal and then it doesn't feel like you're going uphill the whole time which is of like really ties into my intentions so what are your intentions <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna ask you that I'm so curious now um so 
since I have this tendency to be really hard on myself and, and set my, you know, expectations really high and somewhat set myself up for disappointment at times, I decided to keep it really broad and straightforward. And my, um, my intention for the year is compassion. Mm. I think that, um, I would like to just try every day to become a better and better person, whatever that means, whatever, you know, it, whatever it takes. And, I know that compassion can apply to so many aspects of my life towards, you know, how I treat others, how I treat myself. And um, I believe that, you know, with compassion, with love, with acceptance, because that's compassion is kind of an umbrella term for so many positive um, qualities. I think that it just, it makes things simpler. It makes things kind of easier. And um, lost my train of thought a little bit. Um, I have this really sassy ego that just doesn't want to let go and I just like I feel like I'm fighting it and fighting it and fighting it and I feel like I just got to kill it with kindness mm. <laughs> got to kill it with that compassion I'm definitely the same way and I think it's because I mean we're different in many ways but we're similar in a lot of ways and I think that we both have these perfectionistic tendencies and these high ideals and high expectations um, which is beautiful because like we're dreamers and we also like put steps to our action but then because we have like these huge dreams they can often feel far away and then that like critic comes in that's like you're not being perfect like blah 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 and um, so I definitely relate to that and compassion is so huge and like it is a practice that's like so much deeper than just the concept like it's like a constant returning to it like every time you notice yourself like getting worked up and yeah especially like with the whole ego thing like we, we were talking about this earlier like we always want to be right and I just think that like your personality is going to be your personality and you're not necessarily trying to like change like who you are or who you present but you change how you react to it so even though like we may have a tendency to always want to be right we don't have to react to um like having this like dissonance when we're not right or like when things contradict right. that and again you just like have to like let it like when you feel like that tension rising like that ego tension rising it's like no it has to be this way You're like you have to like pause and be like okay well it's not sweetheart like right. you know and then just let it go and like as much as that sucks like you find the freedom by letting it go and by dropping it but it's hard because we want to be right and so mm -hmm. yeah totally so in what ways do you want to practice this compassion um in so many ways since compassion encompasses so many different kind of qualities like I said and so many you know can be applied in so many different um, scenarios I think that first and foremost I need to be nicer to myself because that's going to reflect how I treat people and you know my attitude towards you know activities and things that I take on projects and ideas and dreams um, and I think that it's kind of like a compa applying compassion is kind of like includes a few steps and I think, at least for me, first and foremost, it's surrendering. If you are caught up in a moment where things aren't really um, uh, flowing so smoothly, you just have to completely surrender and then see what is lying. Just kind of see what's, you know, surrender to this situation, see what it is, and then from there take the next step. Is it acceptance? Is it letting go? Is it kind of just like moving on in a certain way? Is it... Um, Basically, it just in all different ideas. It's just kind of like surrendering and just letting things be trying not to control and just Taking whatever action is necessary, which is generally just moving out of love and seeing, you know, like I, I had a conversation with my sister this morning <laughs> We've been just I've just been getting kind of aggressive lately with um Things that she does I get kind of upset really easily um, and it's so silly. I just like she'll do something and I get annoyed and then I just like feel frustrated and aggressive and just like mad and I want to walk away and you know after after we talked about it she was like why don't in those situations you just come up and hug me and I was like oh my gosh that's like the last Genius, thing I'm gonna want to so, do but that helps you let go like I've noticed that because yeah like anytime that I get like super annoyed or super angry with someone 
like the even just like the thought of a hug, even if I'm too oh, prideful to do it, like I'm like poison. I'm just like oh, yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I'm just gonna go up and just like squeeze it really tight. But it is yeah, the ultimate surrender. It's an act of love. It's it's that compassion for you know the situation because it's like forgiving. You know, surrendering is uh, in a form kind of forgiving yourself and accepting what is and. Mm-hmm and bringing it out of my experience as much and kind of taking it a little bit into theirs and maybe asking the why, like, why did she say what she said? Was it really to target me? Probably not. Was it to help me? Probably. (laughs) I mean, not in all cases, we're sisters. Mm -hmm. We have our riffs, but that is my intention. I think that's going to make me um, have a much more positive year, much more productive in so many ways. Um, You know, if I can really apply it as much as I can, which is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. What about you? I love that. So a similar, a similar theme. So it's funny, the past couple years I've like set themes for my year and it's like really, um, they've really come to fruition, like manifested in a lot of different ways. And a lot of my experiences, I tie back to that intention. So in 2019, and like all of this is like when I just started getting like really 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 committed to um just like wanting to experience life more truthfully and not getting so caught up in the world so like you know being in the world but not of it being able to um detach in a sense from being like so like like in the situation um in order to connect more deeply without any resistance. So anyway, um, in 2019, my intention was love. And a lot of that was just um, learning how to be more open emotionally and be more intimate and express myself more accurately to myself and to other people. Because even though I was completely unconscious of it, like I was very, very closed off emotionally. Like I hadn't cried in years. Like it was really hard for me to um, admit to myself or admit to other people different like intimate feelings that I may be having so that was like a huge theme and like that's the year where I like truly learned how to love myself and that was just like huge and just like learning to move out of love and just really learning that like as cheesy as it sounds like love conquers all and it's like the strongest thing and like everything that's happening in your life is you operating out of fear or out of love and when you choose love it's never going to be wrong and you're going to continue to grow and continue to connect more to yourself and others and life and all of that and um last year was honesty and 2020 um and just learning to be really honest with others and honest with myself and that brought a little more like fire back into me because like 2019 was just like ah like floaty ah, it's all love like blah 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 and then like last year was like a lot more like a lot more pain and a lot more hardship and a lot more like the tough questions and like getting really really deep down um because you were being more honest yeah because I was being more more honest and that's uncovered a lot of like really beautiful things and helped me to experience life with so much more clarity and allowed me to love even further because there was like certain layers of like lies and illusions that were like clouding my perception that weren't helping me see clearly and like it was like ripping off like a lot of band-aids and it was painful and sometimes the experiences that were making me more honest really beautiful ones but most of them were painful sometimes ripping <laughs> off a band-aid feels good yeah the part of the body. yeah yeah i mean i like look back at all of them with gratitude but then at the same time I'm just like god damn it like why why can't i just like learn lessons in like nice ways i think it's just because i'm so stubborn and that like i will only like really listen when things are hard but maybe that's just like a story I'm telling myself. Anyway, so moving into this year, um, it was like, I was like going through like a really, really tough time the month of December, like just like very dark, like very anxious, very sad, um, like feeling very out of touch and disconnected and lonely and like all of these things and like hitting like a lot of rock bottoms. Um, Like my anxiety was like getting really, really bad. Something that like I hadn't experienced at this level. Like I've always been like a, like a worrier and like a very like in my head kind of person but when like I'm in flow with life and things are going well it's not so evident and because like I'm a big dreamer that means that like I'm kind of like in like fairy tale land a lot but um I feel like the way that I 
express myself on the exterior is very like cool and calm and collected and like fun and like <laughs> you know so That's there's I see. <laughs> yeah so there's like that and like I am that way too but there's like you know all these moving parts and um so I, there was like a point in December where I was just like I was getting like really annoyed and angry at everyone not like everyone everyone but certain people I was just getting really annoyed and angry with and granted some of these people were being really annoying and I had grounds to be angry at them but there was just like very factually like nothing I could do to um there wasn't an action to take to like quote-unquote like solve the situation or fix the problem because it was a matter of like people not we like weren't seeing the same so I can't just be like no like look it's this way like that's that's not going to happen sometimes and so getting like so angry and wrapped up in that and then just realizing like I'm only hurting myself I'm like why am I like ruining the moment by being angry at this person or being angry at the situation or being angry at myself it's just like spoiling it and like you know as cheesy as it sounds I'm like we only have one life like I don't want to I don't want it to like all race by like me being like bitter and angry um even if I have a reason to be it's it's just honestly not worth it like I just want to choose to love I don't want to choose the fear right and because like any like quote-unquote like negative emotion is like always going to trace back to fear and I'm just like yeah fuck that I'm like it's not worth it and so I just had to like let it go let it go let it go and just return to like that love even though I didn't want to because I just wanted to be right and I was like addicted to like that cycle of like oh like this person sucks or like this situation sucks I'm like like I'm returning to like I I don't know what's happening I can't understand but even if I'm gonna be in a shitty situation in life I would rather just be happy anyway like I don't know like even if the worst possible situation happened and like I end up living in the swamp behind my house diseased and homeless like <laughs> I'd rather be diseased and homeless and happy rather than diseased and homeless and like mad about it yeah. so um Anyway, sorry, I've been really talking for a while, but my, so returning to that space of love has been really, really, really important. And then out of that space, since I'm not so clouded with like, this is attacking me and this is attacking me and like, and it's not as uh, explicit as that, but just kind of like falling into that victim addiction thing. Um, And just letting that all go, choosing to be happy, choosing to return to love. And then out of that space, um, really like, uh, like committing to devotion. So that's the theme of this year for me is devotion. And, um, when I was like, when I was angry at those people, I was like, you know what, like, this is just another person trying to move through life and doing their best. And, am I going to add to the separation of the human species by like trying to like be mad at this person? I'm like, no, I'm just going to love and accept them for who they are, where they are, maybe not condone their behavior, but just accept them as they are because like, why not? Like, it's just not worth it. And so in that same way, like when you're really devoted to someone or devoted to something, like that could be like a romantic partner or a friend or yourself or like um, a belief you aren't placing conditions on that relationship. It's unconditional. The love is unconditional. And that doesn't mean that you just let everything like slide by. Like if there's an issue or a problem, like you want to address it, but like that love isn't diminished any. So applying that devotion to myself to better myself and my mental health and I'm devoted to the people in my life and not letting my ego get in the way of my relationships and just like really enjoying like connecting like to the person that I'm spending time with and not letting that moment be ruined. Um, And yeah, so that is really powerful. And the way that I'm kind of like grounding that devotion down into like more physical stuff is just like getting down to those like really like grounding principles of life because even though like I like feel like I'm a really loving person and I'm a really honest person and I'm like a big dreamer and like I feel like connected to life like something that's um always been out of alignment to me is like my root so like my because I like will I'll kind of like ignore my like grounding so like physical grounding like oh what is my housing situation what is my job 
what how is like my physical health like those things they're like all very important to me and they've all been like fine but they all feel a little bit unstable for some reason and I think that just like traces back to like my childhood and like past experiences and all that just like never really feeling like completely grounded so actually on my birthday Neil asked me he's like what do you like he was saying it in kind of like a lighthearted way he was like what do you want this year like what are your what's your birthday wish and I was like honestly like I just want to feel grounded like I just want something stable I just want to feel safe I just want to feel grounded and so that was like my housing situation and my job and like feeling healthy in my body so those three things are like my three main focuses for this year and being really devoted to them not to the outcome but by having that structure and having that discipline to allow me more freedom in my day so then when shit does hit the fan that's out of my control I can like return to those things that I'm grounded in I'm like okay I'm like still safe I still like have control I'm not and I don't get so caught up in the anxiety or so caught up in my mind um and that's even though it's only been a couple weeks it's been so so helpful and so so healing and like I don't find myself super anxious all the time I mean it definitely still hits at some points but it's just really helped me feel more rooted in order to um, rise and express like in yoga we're always saying like root to rise and like that's in the physical like the more that you're grounding down through your feet like the more length you're gonna like feel up through like your fingertips and in the same way I'm like trying to get really rooted right now and keeping my focus like very narrow so that um like I have a really 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 firm foundation so that those all those dreams that I have are a lot more tangible and I feel like I have like a good like launching pad um I just talked for a really long time, but <laughs> that's my intention for this year. Nice. Are you anticipating any challenges with that? Um, for some reason, I feel very um, confident in like this very like basic, um, like kind of like almost like schedule that I have, and this like kind of like timeline and I have and these goals that I have because like I'm very capable of reaching my goals. My problem is is that I usually have a lot of goals because I'm just someone who likes everything and wants to try everything and so I'm like moving a couple steps towards like 50 things instead of taking a lot of steps towards like two things so I think just like getting a lot more um grounded and like what I really want and uh not like getting like pulled off into like all these other like fancy shiny new things um is gonna be really helpful that's great I had um I dated this guy back back in the day a few years ago and he had a tattoo on his arm and it said that I seldom sees what the sorry the mind seldom sees what the eye does not anticipate mm-hmm. so it's basically you know saying if you I interpret it as that when you're anticipating things, when you're expecting things to happen, when you have these expectations, it works as a law of attraction. You're going to bring those things in. And so when you're not anticipating that, when you're just accepting everything as it is, when you're coming in with a positive attitude and not trying to control the outcome, you're going to be surprised and you're going to see these things that just like come out of nowhere. And I feel like that's when you're kind of working in harmony with the universe, when you're just allowing things to just trickle down however the universe wants to display them for you. And some of them aren't going to be so tasteful, but you know, that's life too. All colors. <laughs> yeah, all colors, all flavors, all textures. Mm. Can you say more stuff? Because I just talked for like 15 minutes straight. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> okay, what? Okay, I'll, I have a question. Um, what are some, like in the past, when you've set, I know that you kind of touched on this, but just to like have like more of like a cohesive answer. In the past, where you've set goals for yourself, and you haven't met them or somehow you've like fallen off the wagon or like not gotten there, like really beat yourself up over that and comparing that to goals that you have met, what do you think the difference was? Ooh, hmm. Ooh, great question. (laughs) Gosh, Um, just off the top of my head, I mean, I'm sure I could answer this in so many different ways. But off the top of my head, my first, you know, response to that would be 
the ones that were unsuccessful were the ones that I set kind of in the, I don't know, I guess expectations or needs of the like society. So mm. the goals that I used to set were moving out of fear because I wanted to be smarter. So I wanted to read more books. I wanted to be beautiful. So I wanted to tan more in the sun. I wanted to eat better. I wanted to exercise more. I wanted to um, deepen my yoga practice in order to have a better understanding and, and more capabilities as a teacher rather than just like allowing things to like come at like the rate at which things normally come in life. I mean, you can be a go-getter, but you can also just kind of, like, allow things to come. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a dance. Like, you need both of those. You do, yeah. But you can't drive yourself crazy over it. And that's... Those were the things that were unsuccessful when I was looking for those tangible things. I wanted to be fitter. I wanted to be smarter so that when I had conversations with people, I wasn't second-guessing what I was saying. And I could uh, apply different, you know, areas of um, subjects subjects to different people so that I had so people would like respect me for mm-hmm. what I have gained from you know going to school or, or self-studying or whatever and those were the things that were unsuccessful for me because that is like what society puts the pressure on us you know especially in the U.S. you know go to school get a job blah 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 um, but across the world across the globe I think those are generally the things that people want you know that success that beauty that the brains like all that which Mm -hmm. is of course like you want to have all those things but um stepping back from that and having more of um intentions and goals and directions towards um moving from that place of love where it's not so strict you don't have that rule book and you have these um you're setting more expectations that are that are more realistic like trying to think of some I don't know just just taking those baby steps just taking things that are more so for myself rather than like what I think everyone else wants you know I want more compassion for myself because I'm really sick of this sassy little (laughs) ego that just has to be right all the time and so when I move from a place that I feel like is improving myself in order to make myself a better person in this world and not have those kind of materialistic outcomes. Um, those have been the successful things for me because then there's no, there's no, um, out like tangible outcome. Like I've been Mm. repeating, I feel like there's a better word for it, but there's no, it's like maybe like you're not looking for anyone else's approval. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think that was a big thing for me. And a big challenge that I've had with that is that, you know, when a certain situation arises where you have a reaction, I just like, I have that reaction and I keep needing to remind myself that this is my choice. Anytime you react to a situation that's like kind of a negative reaction, that is your choice. If your car gets a flat tire, that's completely out of your control. You can be super, super mad about it because it sucks, Mm -hmm. but that is your choice and you are deciding to suffer even though you're like, no, this is not my fault. I didn't deserve this, blah, 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 blah. That is your ego. And if like, you can just allow yourself to be like, okay, I'll walk today. (laughs) You know, if that's available or, or if you can just like, choose to react in a more I don't know calmer state or just more optimistic way you just like it just you have such better outcomes in so many aspects of your life mm-hmm. it's so hard though it's yeah. so hard it's yeah. so hard but you find that it's actually easier to stop fighting everything yeah and there's definitely a time to fight But it's not every second in these, like, day-to-day. It's, like, not in, like, battling your mind all the time. And, yeah, I don't know. That's, like, something for me that is the thing that really teaches me is that I'm like, oh, this just feels a lot better. It feels a lot better to be more open to situations that are happening that are out of my control and, like, choose to react in um, a less, like, less like something's like threatening me Mm -hmm. um taking things less personally um and i am like assuming that it's maybe natural that it feels that way that it like it feels better to um react in ways that aren't causing tension and causing you to like become separate from whatever situation you don't want to be happening of course 
Um, and also I think that's like super wise, that distinction you made of doing things for yourself um, in contrast to doing things for um, an ideal maybe. Cause right. I also notice like if you're doing things for yourself, it's not, it doesn't necessarily look a certain way, but it's like staying with yourself, like all of those little steps of the way. And there's no timeline. You don't need to um, reach a certain goal by like a certain date. You don't need to um, have this like run its course and you have resolved the issue at the end of the year. It's like, it's, it's not that it like, it becomes a habit. And then once that becomes who you are and becomes so ingrained in your life, then you don't have to think about it anymore. And it creates a space for you to, again, like slowly with time, with intention, begin to work on, um, other things and in a way that it feels easy and it feels good. And it feels like it's something that you want to be doing not something that you're doing out of obligation like we talked in the beginning because you're lacking um yeah i think that's really powerful me too <laughs> it's hard it's hard but yeah i think just always moving from love which can be a complicated idea it's hard to interpret but yeah. always moving from love and and uh, what we were talking about earlier in the same you know notion of being aware of your reaction and really sitting with that and being present enough to say, oh, wow, I'm getting really frustrated, which has been my theme of my week. Um, you know, taking in, like, being having that presence enough to notice your reaction, that ability of being present, it's kind of like exercising a muscle. You know, like, we're talking about this. If you go on a run every single day and you're completely out of shape, the first, like, four runs are going to suck and you're going to hate it. Your ego is going to be running. Your mind's going to be telling you to stop. You're going to be breathing really hard. Your muscles are going to hurt. It's going to take every ounce of your efforts to get through those runs every day. But after a week, it's easier. After two weeks, it's two weeks. It's great. Three weeks, you're like super solid and you want to do more. Yeah. And so like applying that kind of um, idea of practice, just practicing, practicing, exercising this ability to concentrate, to be present is really key. It's that consistency in order to find that growth. Otherwise, Absolutely. like you're kind of starting at ground zero and every single time you're like barely making that much progress, which is okay. But at least for me, I've noticed about a year ago, I read this really inspirational book that I'm <laughs> rereading again. And it had me really sit with myself and be very aware of my reactions and for a few months I felt like a super solid person and then it just kind of started slipping away as you know shit kept happening to me and I was having these struggles and I started playing the victim and I got further and further away from like sitting with myself and being mindful and and I'm finally now getting back <laughs> to being like okay bring it back bring it back start exercising that because I got to be consistent Mm -hmm. Once you stop, once you stop running, it just you don't want to you don't want to run again. Yeah, <laughs> you got to keep and running to keep it easy. Even if you're not a runner, like you can apply it to something else. Yeah. And then it's like if if you actually do like running, you just haven't run in a while. But then once you once the running starts to feel easy, you're just like yes, and then you want to go do it. And it's yeah. like the same thing yeah. with like any self improvement. You're gonna start to want to go do it, right. and then it's not hard anymore. It's not forcing. It's not fighting right. anymore. Um, yeah. So that's super important. Eating healthy food too for me is a big mm -hmm. one. I am a very healthy person, but I kind of go through times where I slip up and eat a lot of sugar and it feels good and then I'm just craving sugar all the time because it's addictive. But then when I go through those periods where I'm like not doing sugar, I'm speaking specifically of sugar because that's my biggest weakness. Mm -hmm. um, then I just like, I don't like it when I come back to it. I come back to something that's like a donut and I'm like, mm, this is good, but I'd rather have fruit because mm -hmm. like you adapt you change, you grow, you progress when you're putting it into practice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, something else when you were talking about like um, what works to reaching your goals versus what doesn't work, something that's like very related to what you said um, that I was thinking about while um, we've been talking is like my why. Like, why do I want this change? Like, what is this going to? bring about in my life and I found that when I want to bring about a change because like you said like I'm trying to please another person I'm trying to please society I want to change the way that others perceive me the way that I look the way that I act um, the accomplishments that I make um, or even if I'm just trying to prove something to myself I think like trying to like prove or trying to like 
be accepted and like be seen and like feel comfortable like all of these things um like we talked about in the beginning like operating out of this place of lack and fear but when i set a goal because my why is i ultimately the reason that i want to make this change is so that i can love more and so i can serve more and so i can connect more and i make it not about me i make it not a personal thing it's not like i want to get really healthy and get really fit because like i just i want to look good and i want to feel sexy and like i want other people to like think that i'm hotter and like all these things Mm -hmm. um but if i'm like no i want to be healthy and i want to feel good in my body so that like i just like have more energy and more confidence to just like be out in the world and like not be thinking about like not have my mind consumed about like what my body looks like or like what I'm doing um and in the same way like anything else that I'm trying to change in my life it's so that it's it's freeing up all that mind space it's like getting me solid and grounded and like more sure like in myself because like when these problems come, I'm like, oh my god, that's so superficial. Like, why? I don't, I honestly, like, don't want to care about this. I don't want to care about what other people think of me. Um, and just, like, putting all of that to rest and, like, working through that, like, very intentionally so that I don't have to go learning the same lessons over and over and over again so that I have the space to, like, really serve other people and really love other people and really connect to other people and making it not about me. And that has been that's been really good and that ties back into that surrender and that forgiveness you have to make it not about you and that's as we've been talking about like that's how you like let the ego calm down you're like okay it's like it's not about me and even in a sense of um okay hopefully this doesn't get too abstract like layers of yourself so you can kind of like like when you say like oh my god like i love myself it's kind of like maybe like your soul speaking to like your human you're like oh my god like this like oh like cat like oh karen you're like oh like i love myself like this is so cute look at this little human trying to figure it out like you go like that's great like even having that same relationship to yourself like maybe it's like ego to um like your humanness or like soul to your humanness and like not making it like about about me not making it about like the ego or like my thoughts are like having to be a certain way um and speaking to yourself like your human self trying to go about that life about this life with that same compassion and that same like i just honestly want to do what's best for you and like really really meaning that and not trying to be so rigid like in the same way that if I really wanted the best for you, like, I don't want you to be doing stuff that's, like, um, you being really hard on yourself or you trying to force things and, like, ending up getting discouraged. I just, like, I want something that's healthy and balanced and sustainable for you and then wanting the same for yourself. Um, so that's been good. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, great thought. Um, one more thing I wanted to share for anyone listening, um, which I think is an important concept as well. We've been talking quite a bit about like our mental health and our mental processes, which of course like kind of steers everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think along with all these, if if anyone is considering you know taking up some of these actions of like being a little bit nicer to yourself and like making things more attainable by asking yourself why and and dropping into that state of non-reactiveness, if. Um, if that's a word. Yeah. <laughs> Non-reactiveness. Um, Make it a word. <laughs> I think it, it it's important to understand that these reactions that you have literally have a physiological effect on your body. And so if you're always acting out of this fear and getting frustrated and getting anxious and getting mad and getting sad... It can affect your breathing. It can start to um, signify your sympathetic stress response, which then releases like adrenaline, cortisol. Like it, it then puts you into this fight or flight mode, which can change the chemicals in your ba- brain and the way that your body reacts. And that can create more tension in your body. It can create more holding, more protection, more kind of like looking over your shoulder all the time. Mm-hmm. That fight or flight like you're living in it even if, even if it's on a, in a on a small scale and it's it's not a good place to be and, and maybe that's your normal and and so it it feels like normal so you don't really notice it but once you start to 
get into that space where you're taking a deep breath, you're choosing to move from love, you're choosing to move with happiness, breathing, and really being aware of your reactions and moving with kindness and compassion, you then start to um, trigger the sympathetic nervous system, which can override uh, sorry, the parasympathetic nervous system, which could override the sympathetic nervous system, so that rest and digest. So when you tap into that, your heart rate starts to slow down, your racing thoughts start to slow down, the anxiety decreases, the fear decreases, you're not releasing that adrenaline and cortisol anymore. And if if you're on the, on the end of the spectrum where you usually move out of fear, like a lot of people do in this world, once you choose to move with love and you start to understand how to be non-reactive you start to feel better you start to literally your the physiology of your body changes and you feel lighter and you feel happier and your digestion improves and all your bodily functions improve mm-hmm. you have clarity and you have it's just so much easier in like every aspect to move and function absolutely and when you're in that heightened um contracted state Um, it becomes like this like feedback loop of my body is tense now my mind is tenser and now i whoa my mind is tenser now my body is even tenser and then it just begins to continue to intensify and it's also so interesting to like look at this just from like taking a step back and looking at it objectively and being like dang like what a mystery that humans are so inclined towards this contracted state and it really should be the natural and easy thing to be open and to be expansive and to be living out of love instead of fear and like that's the ultimate mystery like what is this human existence why do we suffer you know and but I think that we don't have those big answers but bringing consciousness to the fact that we really do have the conscious choice and um, ability to begin to make that shift Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the journey of a lifetime, but really the journey of the lifetime is like, how can we move more towards love and how can we move more towards connection? Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. And thank you for bringing all of that up. Cause that's like, yeah. that's super important yeah. for sure. And like tension is what leads to so much disease mm-hmm. and like inflammation and all of that and stuff. Pathology. Yeah. Really, yeah. It's, that is disease it's disease in the mind it's disease in the body yeah and even just by like being happier you're less likely to get sick which is so funny right oh my gosh it's so crazy um we'll wrap it up do you have any closing i have one more yeah please just to put what i just said into perspective of like living in this fight or flight versus living in a calm state where you're happy Mm -hmm. that fight or flight response evolutionarily was created for fighting off cyber tooth tigers and like real risks like if you're you know if you're fighting someone on a street so you're getting robbed that's what the fight or flight response is for when you're laying in bed and you're thinking about something at night and your heart starts racing and you start raising into that fight or flight response that's i don't want to say ridiculous because that's judgmental well that's what i did last night but i slept for two hours (laughs) it's crazy to think about that and try to think about that if you ever find yourself freaking out like we are spoiled humans where we have found like these super small little things just get worked up about Mm -hmm. like coming back to your three points of sense of security bring it back to the simplicity of I have a home, I have financial support, I have a community or what, you know, bring it back to the positive things that you have in your life and everyone has different struggles, everyone experiences like loss and grief and you know all these different things, some people don't have homes like I'm not comparing issues but mm-hmm. when you can just try to bring it back to being grateful and positive in the moment, just life is so much more harmonious mm-hmm. that way And like regardless of what our circumstances may be and to whatever extent that we may actually have control over them, like, you know, life's like a huge lottery, like a huge gamble and we don't know why and we don't know how and whatever. But what we do have is to choose to enjoy it or choose to feel victim to and enslaved to our circumstances and enslaved to thinking that things are wrong and we're like we're placed here with like these beautiful minds and beautiful bodies in this beautiful world to explore but we 
forget about that so very often because we think that things aren't right and like so many cool people to connect to and to share this life with but again we just get so wrapped up in all the things that are long we that are wrong we miss the awe and we miss the simplicity of simply like living this human life that we have no idea what the fuck this is like why you know not to get like too existential but like we don't know anything about this so why are our minds trying to decide that we know something and that it needs to be this way like why not i know easier said than done but like when you get down to like that very like core a fact that we don't know why we're here, what this is, I think we might as well enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> well said. That's a great way to close. Uh, thank you so though. much for talking. Of course. I've done like a couple of these where I'm uh, speaking alone and that's great and fun, but I would much rather be speaking to someone because I know that it probably doesn't come across this way, but I'm like, oh my God, cat, shut up. And so I'm glad to like, to have this like be a conversation where we're like genuinely talking rather than like me just like feeling weird talking to right. a microphone. Also for anyone listening, I feel like I'm speaking from a point where I feel very stable. I feel very well balanced. I feel like it's very easy to lay out all these ideas and to reflect about all these different aspects of my life. And maybe I sound wise, maybe I sound calm and collected right now, but in the moment, in the heat of the moment, all of this goes just out the window mm-hmm. and it takes every ounce of me to come back and to apply these things that I'm speaking of. Yeah, this absolutely. Is just, you're getting the best of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so true. Like, when we like drop in and we have these conversations like we're able to like speak so clearly and use all these pretty words and blah 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 but like at the end of the day like we know just as much as you and uh life is hard and it's also great and um we're learning too yeah just trying to enjoy what we can Awesome. Well, I love you. Thank you for being on the pod. I love you. Thanks for Happy 2020. Um, hey guys, what's up? If you want to let me know about your year, text me, send me a DM. Um, let me know your feedback on the show, any topics that you would like to hear. Um, as always, you can follow This Human Thing on Instagram, Facebook, at This Human Thing, and on YouTube. Um, honestly, I guess that's about it. We're going to wrap it up. Is it under an hour? It's under an hour. hour. Yes. I love that. Okay. Well, as I always end it, um, love you guys. Peace in, peace out.